All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day. Friday, Friday, Friday. We did it. We made it to the weekend. We are nose to nose with a weekend, a very big weekend. Friday, June 24. And it is T Row in the morning show time as we bring it local now and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond. And I am live once again today for the 72nd consecutive day in the great city of Omaha, Nebraska, overlooking Charles Schwab Field, which I still find remarkably difficult to say. And uh, we're getting set for the Men's College World Series Championship Series, which will start here tomorrow night. We now know the opponent. It'll be the Oklahoma Sooners and the Ole Miss Rebels, Mississippi, will be the opponent for the Sooners coming up tomorrow night. We shall discuss, but we got a lot on our plate today. We got an NBA draft. Chet Holmgren is Chet, oh, see, I can't say that either. Chet Holmgren is headed our way. We got to figure out if that's a good pick or not. A multiple Jalen Williams are headed our way. We got to figure out if that's a good idea or not. And uh, Texas landed Arch Manning yesterday, and the world is a buzz. There's a lot on our plate on a Friday morning. T.J. Perry's on a cruise. Drake Dyken is sick. And we welcome in now, uh, he may be third string to you, but he's first string in our hearts, Josh Helmer. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, T-Row. How we doing? You ready for tomorrow? uh, No, no, not at all. Um, But I can't wait for it. I'm excited about it. Um, How was today? Was it any easier this morning for you? It was, yeah. I think Good. just getting the body in the routine, body clock mm-hmm. felt a little bit okay. Let's let's get up and go. Are you you got to do some stretching? And you're too young. You don't need to get up and do some stretching. I'm, and you know, I'm getting close. Worry about though, slipping a disc, getting out of bed, or anything like that. I'm getting closer. <laughs> get mm. up and get those stretches in. Mm-hmm. Not getting any younger. How old of a man are you there, Josh? Well, what are you in your early 30s, late 20s? Early 30s, so I'll be 32 here in about a month. Okay. That's a good – you're in your prime. That's your prime, Josh Elmer. This is the time right now where you need to be conquering kingdoms, um, you know, uh, overtaking businesses, merging, things like that. The Early 30s is your prime, so you need to look into things like that, okay? Well, if uh, Oklahoma baseball keeps winning, I might be taking over this spot for TJ. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. He can never come back. Oh, man, what did you think, Josh? What did you think about the Thunder draft last night? Well, like we chatted yesterday, I wanted to see Oklahoma City get a little aggressive in this draft, and they did that uh, by taking three – three players here in the lottery it was interesting how that top portion of the draft played out we were kind of led to believe a house of lies from the Orlando Magic that liars they were going to take Jabari Smith number one overall didn't play out that way they took Paul they took Paulo Boncaro so OKC had their pick if they liked Jabari Smith better they could have had him at two and the Oklahoma City Thunder made a clear indication to you, I, everybody, no. Chet Holmgren was uh, who they wanted and probably mm-hmm. would have taken Toby number one overall 
if they had yep. uh, that opportunity at number one. So they got the guy that they wanted in Chet Holmgren and and then got aggressive a little bit later and got Ismani Diang and Jalen Williams. So they got better. They got better last night. How much better? Well, we shall see. Time will tell, right? Time will tell. That's uh, who knows. You know, I uh, I w- I've gone all this buildup not wanting Chet Holmgren, and in the last three days or so, I started seeing more video and more people talking about him and thinking, you know what? Maybe I'm maybe I'm being unfair. He's just so skinny, man. He's just so skinny. But you know, I don't want people to body shame me, Josh. So I shouldn't body shame him either. Uh, I I tell you the thing that won me over on him is uh, the video of him against Steph Curry at that summer camp. I hadn't seen that before. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Uh, Maybe this isn't so bad. A seven-footer with handles like that who can shoot threes? All right. We can can put some mashed potatoes on him and beef him up a little. Uh, Also, um, Jalen Rose said something last night on the coverage about uh, uh, the uh, the Blazers. I be- Man, we're always talking about the Portland Trailblazers making bad picks, aren't we? About the Blazers taking Greg Oden instead of Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant couldn't bench press 180 pounds or whatever it was, whatever the number was, 100 pounds maybe. He was too skinny. And that ended up obviously being one of the – Maybe the second worst pick in NBA history behind taking Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. Congratulations, Portland. Um, so uh, the, I, I'm, I've warmed. Uh, in Sam, I trust, Josh. In Sam, I trust. I'm excited to have Chet Holmgren. He is, and I mean this in only the positive sports way, he's a freak. And if... You know, he's got a set of skills and a body style that is singular. And if he can hold up physically, that's the only thing I worry about. If he can hold up physically, then I think he's got a chance to be a superstar. So, we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, every single mock draft was wrong five minutes into the draft last night, which is pretty funny. Because everybody had Jabari Smith going number one to Orlando. Uh, uh, so your uh, your thumbs up on Chet Holmgren or no? I'm I'm very much the same way as you. I was kind of all along not particularly taken by Chet Holmgren, but just worried about the physicality angle to it. But when you step back and think about it, is it less important? than ever to be that physical specimen going into the today's NBA. I mean, just with the way the game is officiated, he'll get pushed around inside a little bit. That's There's no getting around that. But with his ability to handle and play outside in and still be a rim protector in, in all of the traits that he brings in that capacity, you don't necessarily – need to be built maybe the same way you did in the the 80s or the 90s, they're going to call some touch fouls out on the perimeter. So that's something that can help Chet Holmgren out. And he is unique, right, for that size Mm -hmm. to be able to handle the way that he does. If the shot keeps continuing to develop for him 
for him to be a floor spacer at that size and shoot over guys. And then again, the, the rim protection. So it's a, I, I get the pick. It's a very high ceiling pick out of the three. And this includes Jabari Smith, who I think has a, not quite as high of a ceiling, but a very high ceiling in his own right. I don't think Paulo Boncaro has the same type of ceiling that either Holmgren or Jabari Smith have. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from that perspective, in terms of what they could maybe project out to be, then Holmgren's got the highest ceiling of any anybody in this draft. So I've come around to it. Now let's see how it plays out. All right. We've the uh, T Row in the morning show has officially warmed to the idea of Chet Holmgren. Plus, and I don't think a lot of people have talked about this. He's got a chance. Now he's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to play well, make small star teams. He's got a chance to be the most famous Chet of all time. Agree or disagree, Josh? Right now, I think you've got to say Chet Atkins at number one. And uh, although he was a, 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 a fantastic musician, that's not unovertakeable. You know what I mean? Chet Atkins is achievable for Chet Holmgren, unless you could think of a more famous Chet. Chet Huntley, there's not a lot of famous Chets out there. He's got a chance. Well, and this is difficult to research here. You type in most famous Chets, and it wants uh-huh. to. Chet Lemon, great baseball player back in the day. Uh, great. That's a little loose with the word great. Good baseball player back in the day. That's what I'm telling you. Though. It doesn't pop off the top of your head, does it? No. So, and I think that's one of the biggest ways you go about drafting individuals is do they have a chance to become the most famous at their name of all time? Um, so that's another thing he's got going for him. Right now, he's immediately right now in the top five of all-time most famous Chets, and if he really applies himself, could get to number one. So, now, there's a battle for the best Jalen Williams on the own, on their own team because they got two of those last night, Josh. We got two Jalen Williams last night. How confusing is that going to be? <laughs> yeah, it will be confusing. Uh, on premise, that just seems like a bad idea. They're going to have to change one of their names, I believe. Uh, Jalen Williams from Santa Clara went number 12 overall, and Jalen Williams from Arkansas uh, went in the second round. Now, the Jalen Williams, they, they spell their Jalens different, but uh, still, man, that we're going to have to have name tags for a while around the Thunder locker room, get, keeping those two guys straight, but. No, I'm with you. Seems like a good night for the Thunder. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about it. I also have to get your opinion on the news of the day yesterday uh, at the quarterback position in Austin, Texas. And I imagine there's some people out there with some thoughts. I'm guessing the afternoon show yesterday was lit up with uh, thoughts on uh, Mr. Manning heading down to Austin. And, of course, we're going to talk some baseball. I got my counterpart at Ole Miss, David Kellum. Going to join us at 7.35 this morning and tell us more about the opponent the Sooners will face off against for the national championship here starting tomorrow night in Omaha. You could call in today. The Riverwind call-in line is 405-329-9000, or you can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. We are underway. The sun is up in Omaha, Nebraska. 
Back after this. T-Row in the morning show. We are we are back. We are live. Josh Elmer alongside Toby Rowland. This hour of the T-Row in the morning show, it's brought to us by the Norman Regional Health System with the Norman Regional Hospital, the Norman Health Plex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman Moore area. The Norman Regional Health System, it's here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's Healthcare needs. Yes, there was. It's TJ's fault. Yes. It... Sorry, I hadn't, I hadn't played that in a couple of days. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's. Is that related to Arch Manning? Uh, yeah, let's say that. Let's say that. Let's say so. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it could probably apply to a number of subjects. <laughs> that's right. So, yeah. Arch Madness, I guess we could say, came to a close yesterday. We can dive into that. The Air Comfort Solutions text line already rolling along, 405-651-3439. People want to know, what time's OU baseball practice today? Um, They practice at noon today. Is that right? Noon at the stadium today. So both teams actually practice at uh, Charles Schwab Field now that we're down to two. So they will have um, kind of a media car wash this morning with uh, all the ESPN and Westwood One and everybody that wants to take their picture and talk to them. There'll be a press conference with both head coaches today, like all the pictures with the trophy, all that kind of stuff you would see at a Final Four and things. And then OU will practice at noon, and Ole Miss will practice after that. Central time, Josh. Central standard time. Has any of this started to sink in for you, or is this just – complete whirlwind city uh i mean both it's it's definitely a whirlwind but um i mean yeah i mean the 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 run that they're on and the gravity of the situation i i definitely feel it i'm not sure the team has at all i think they still feel like they're playing dallas baptist on a tuesday night you know but um yeah, it's a big deal. Playing for a national championship, Josh. This is pretty cool. Which, on that subject, this is a good text. Good morning, gentlemen. Toby, congratulations for having the opportunity to call a national championship series. <laughs> Thank you. Just like those young men down on the field, you're truly the best of the best and deserve to be there right along ah, with them. Thank you. Unfortunately, you just never know when the next time will be. That's God right. bless and boomer sooner. That's right, Josh. You might as well win it, right? You never know when you're going to be back here. You might so, as well win the whole stinking thing. Yeah, you might as well. You want to take a phone call and then we can get back to some texts? I, I don't think our man Kent likes to wait around very long. <laughs> let's let's get him in here. All right, let's get Kent on the air. Good morning, Kent. Toby, how are you doing, sir? Fantastic. How are good, you, Kent? Good, good. I'm great. Hey, I'm going to admit I'm a, I'm a bandwagoner. I have followed much OU baseball. Welcome aboard. Well, it's kind of odd. I used to love OU baseball. I had a cousin that played there, actually pitched a no-hitter in the late 70s. and His son wow. played for him up until a year or two ago. and It's more to do with just my enjoyment watching baseball overall. I, I think, in not griping, I'm glad OU's there. They're playing great. I wish baseball in general would police it a little more in terms of you know, managers strolling out to the mound and the catcher strolling out there, then strolling back, and then right when the batter gets to the box, they call timeout, then the manager goes back and calls a pitcher in. 
sometimes things like that tend to annoy me. But, hey, OU's on a great run. Yep. Uh, I, I love the style they play. Uh, you know, I know there was a lot of controversy, a lot of people griping the other night about the, the play at third where the ball got knocked out of the guy's glove and the coach right. kind of turned his back. But, you know, let's be honest, the guy probably should have been out anyway. So that kind of just worked itself out. <laughs> yeah, that's I meant true. The ball got there so early that – Nine out of ten times, 99 out of 100, you're probably not going to knock the ball out of the guy's glove. So that kind of right. just worked itself out. I had more of maybe a head-scratcher to me was when they hit the foul ball. I think it was the Notre Dame game. and We had a runner on and one out, and we hit the ball down the third baseline and scored a run, and the replay showed that it actually was fair. Yep. And our third-base coach didn't ask for an appeal because I think the next play we had a strikeout throw out stealing and ended the inning. So he went from scoring a run with having a runner on him one out to scoring no runs and, you know, having to strike out, throw out. But I like the way they play. I think, you know, you know, it's kind of like when you're watching it in real time, when the guy's rounding second and the outfielder already has the ball and he's getting ready to make his throw, you, you kind of know it's probably not going to work out. But if it does, it's a great play. And if it doesn't, it's, it's always one of those things. Why are you doing that? So, I guess you take the good with the bad, but hey, they're going on a great run, and I'm, you know, I'm kind of back on the bandwagon. I'm just not a huge Attaboy. baseball fan anyway, so welcome back aboard. Well, I hope they can carry some momentum moving forward, and you know, with the upgrades to the facilities that they're talking about and going into the SEC, uh, you know, maybe that'll be a little more appealing, you know, to recruits, and uh, hopefully, we can keep this momentum going and be, uh, you know, top ten, fifteen program year in and year out consistently. That'd yeah. be nice. That'd be great. All right, thanks, Toby. I appreciate See your time. You, you guys have a great weekend. Okay, bye. Yeah, okay. See ya. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't have my uh, list in front of me, Josh, of uh, what's challengeable and what's not. Not everything is challengeable. Um, so I don't have that in front of me, but um, I'll try to see if I can scrounge that up. You can't just challenge everything you disagree with. There's a certain list of calls that you can and can't challenge. And um, so I'll have to see if I can uh, find that. Uh, all right, hit me with two or three more text messages here before we go to a 6.30 break, uh, Josh. What do we got? What's percolating on the people's minds today? This is from Wayne. Glad Lumber Lady and Cal and other fellow Yardbirds got to Omaha. I couldn't make it, but I'm sure following, though, your great coverage, T-Row. Bring the title home. That's fantastic. We, we, we will definitely try. The boys are definitely going to try. That would be great. Uh, there's been a lot of familiar faces up here. Some have been here the whole time. Some have had to, you know, come up and go back to work or whatever, and they're coming back up for the weekend. But, uh, man, I'm, ha- I'm happy for all these Sooner baseball fans. It's been great. There is a submission here for most famous Chet. It has to be Chet's Dairy Freeze in Muskogee. Huh. They feel that you will agree naturally with the Coney's submission. You know, I haven't been there. Have you ever been there, Josh? have never been there. I mean, sounds good. In general, I'm in favor of any place called a dairy freeze. Yeah, that is. Yeah, regardless of the first name there. If you got a Tom's Dairy Freeze, Chet's Dairy Freeze, Josh's Dairy Freeze, I'm interested. So it sounds like a place I I would be comfortable at. Is the practice at the stadium open to the public today? Practice open to the public today. Do we know? Yes, it is. 
It is. Come on, come on, come on. I bet they'll be signing autographs. I bet they'll be uh, – I bet it'll be fun. We are all caught up on all the right. text line. So what am I supposed to think about Arch Manning going to Texas, Josh? Uh, is this uh, – one, is this a surprise to you? You follow this recruiting closer than I do. I know he visited there, but it seemed the popular opinion was no way he'll actually go there. Are you surprised? A little bit, yeah. I don't know that I'm shocked because we knew Texas was involved kind of from the get-go here. And you do wonder at times. We, we know that Eli and Archie Manning both have the, the Ole Miss legacy. And, of course, Peyton played at Tennessee. So there's the SEC ties to that, which I guess you could say now Texas, right, moving forward will be an SEC program. But it is a little bit different. It's a branching out of sorts for Arch Manning here, and sometimes that's important to guys, right, to not have the exact same legacy that my granddad had or that my uncle had to get to do a little bit of my own thing, and Arch gets that opportunity by committing to the University of Texas. In terms of what type of player is he going to be, I mean, obviously he's regarded by 247 Sports as one of the few quarterbacks ever that's gotten a perfect score. I think that's a little ridiculous for any quarterback coming out of high school to have a perfect score. So we'll see. I mean, obviously he's super talented. Is he going to be like Peyton or Eli? You know, it's it's hard for me to say without really having seen the kid play. Yeah. Have you seen any tape on him or, or um, I guess, video or anything? I've watched some huddle highlights. Uh, I mean, he, he looks like what you would expect, right? Talented, can make all the throws. How tall is he? Oh, let's find out. Uh, how tall a boy? How tall a old boy is he? Littering and littering and. Right now we're doing a radio where we're googling the That's heights. Correct of he's, a high school kid. He's folks. listed six foot four. Okay, two fifteen according uh, to. That's good size. Two four seven sports. Yeah. All right. Well, is there panic in Sooner Nation uh, yesterday, or what, how was this received? This was received as can't wait to embarrass him at the Cotton Bowl. Okay, with swagger. It was received with swagger by Sooner Nation. Yes. All right. I got to tell you, I'm torn. You know my love for. I don't know if you know or not. I Peyton Manning is one of my two favorite professional athletes of all time uh we have multiple Peyton Manning jerseys in our uh, household that sons have purchased or been gifted through the years uh Colts and Broncos um I think he's hilarious I loved him as a quarterback I'm a Colts fan um you know I I, I if Peyton Manning, uh, I, if, if you could pick one person I would like to go on a vacation with, it would be Peyton Manning. I think he's uh, tremendous. But if I have to see Peyton Manning on the sidelines in a Texas hat, that's going to be really hard for me to handle in my innards. You know what I'm talking about, Josh? Like, I don't know how 
I don't know how I can deal with that. Would be like seeing your ex-wife with a new husband or something like that. I don't know exactly how I would handle that emotionally, and I feel like that has been brought into play here. If Cooper's boy wants to go play for Texas, okay, fine, whatever. He's got the last name. But if Peyton's going to show up to support him and he's going to wear Texas gear, oh, like I or I worry about. I may have to seek therapy over something like that. So this is dangerous for me. Emotionally, I'm wrought with a W over this. I don't know what to do, Josh. I have no idea if the kid could play quarterback or not. You could tell. I'm way more worried about whether Peyton Manning is going to show up in a Texas hat or not. I hear you. Just the the whole lot of them. Who's your favorite player of all time, professional athlete of all time? Well, right now anymore, it's turning into Patrick Mahomes. Uh, okay, that's fine. He won you a Super Bowl. He's – uh, yeah, okay, that's fine, I guess. That's fine. I mean – I'm trying to think of the equivalent for you that would be equally as painful. But Patrick Mahomes played for Texas Tech in the recent memory, and you wouldn't be surprised at all if he went back and put on Texas Tech gear or any of that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm sure he's a fabulous uh, quarterback. He's got, I mean, he's got the lineage. He's got the skill set. He's got the size. He's got everything. I'm sure he's going to be great. Now, they got to put great talent around him and coach him up and all that kind of stuff, but – I mean, if anything, this just brings a bigger spotlight to the OU-Texas rivalry, which is fantastic. Sooners got one of their own studs coming in, right? Uh, Jackson Arnold? They, they do, and he just recently picked up a fifth star not all too long ago. Attaboy. So it's, from that perspective, I think it can be, I think it can be positive for Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here all morning and talk about how Texas getting the top-rated quarterback and a five-star is just this great piece of news for OU. I'm not naive. If nothing else, Arch Manning, his decision to go to Texas, there's a little bit of a fear that, okay, well, who else in the band is going to join him at Texas? And that's – look, that's a realistic possibility. It it is. We see that all the time with top-rated quarterbacks. But I do kind of subscribe to the theory as well, T-Row, that – a little extra competition from the University of Texas if you're trying to see Oklahoma take that next step and get to another level as a program. I don't think it's the worst thing. Chris Sims was a highly touted quarterback. And guess what? Oklahoma had a history of making him look foolish at the Cotton Bowl. So from that standpoint, I think it's kind of exciting. I hate to say that, but I do. No. Well, it is exciting. It's going to make the OU-Texas rivalry even more fun if that's possible than it already is. So from that perspective, it's great. However, the whole theory that uh, we need Texas to be good for the sake of the Big 12, you know, to elevate the status of the Big 12 is now out the window, right? Like, who cares anymore? The SEC doesn't need Texas for anything. So as far as I'm concerned, they can stink forever. They can finish last place forever as far as I care. But for that game... Uh, and uh, for the rivalry, this will be fun. This will be fun. But I am worried about myself. I am worried about being all prepared, geared up for an OU Texas game. I got all my charts and my graphs and all that kind of stuff, Josh. And then I walk into the Cotton Bowl, and there's Peyton Manning in a Texas hat. And I think I would just maybe find myself in the fetal position crying in the corner 
and might have to have Plank call the game. Like, I, don't, I just don't know how I would respond to that. Yeah. So, um, I'm not prepared for Peyton and Eli and mm-hmm. Archie Manning, any of them, to be throwing the hook'em horns right. up in any of it. I'm, I, I don't want it. That's exactly right. All right, we need to take a break. We're in Omaha. You can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. This show brought to you every day, every stinking day, by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. It is summertime. You're getting after it in the yard. Uh, you're going to the lake. They got everything you need from the bad boy mowers to the CF motos to uh, rentals that you can uh, – motor homes you can rent, trailers you can buy. They got everything, uh, weed eaters, everything you need for your summer at Extreme Outdoor Equipment, two locations, one in Goldsby, one in Newcastle. We'll be back. Can I confess something to you this Friday morning, Josh? Absolutely. Nobody, I mean, I don't think anybody would judge you for anything it's just you, you have to say on the air. It's just you and me talking now, right? right? We're not actually us. going over the airwaves, right? Correct. Okay. I did something last night I have never done. In my tenure as uh, in this job, I've traveled with many a teams. I've traveled many a miles. I've been in this air land. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere. Uh, but I have never done something that I did last night. I turned in laundry with the team to be washed last night, Josh. I've been here forever, Josh. I'm out of clothes. I am out of underwear, Josh. I'm out of everything. And uh, last night, I, uh, I, you know, the team turns in laundry every day after practice and everything. I said, uh, I got some stuff. Can I throw it in the washing machine with the guys? And uh, they gave me a loop. And so I got some laundry done last night, Josh. First time ever I've been with a team and had to do laundry. That's how long we've been in Omaha. <laughs> That's that's greatness. I can understand where that would be a little bit of an uncomfortable ask for you, but listen. Nah, how, not really. How, how can you be expected to deliver a championship broadcast without clean laundry? Let's go. I'm not the only one in the traveling party, trust me. There's a, there's a whole lot of people that are like, um, I mean, I thought we were going to do well, but I did not pack for 13 days, you know? You just you, – so, uh, yeah. I just checked. My laundry's uh, all fell nicely. Embarrassingly, my laundry is clean and has been folded for me. I don't know who folded it. I'm embarrassed about that, Josh. But somebody folded my underwear and everything else. So um, this is a first. This is a new bridge that has been un- I did figure it up yesterday, Josh. Since the beginning of postseason play, the Big 12 tournament, okay, which I believe was uh, May 24th. I'm close. It's in that ballpark. Maybe maybe a couple of days before that. OU has, this OU baseball team has spent seven nights in their own beds. And with last night, I believe it's 26 nights in a hotel room. And they've got another three or four ahead of them still. So, I mean, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Arlington, Gainesville, Blacksburg, and now we are over a week in Omaha. They're getting pretty good at this 
sleeping away from their own beds thing and playing well on the road. And yep. I, I think they've fed off of it. But, yeah, no, that's uh, obviously crazy. Obviously crazy and can't be challenging, but they have navigated it beautifully. And let's I miss my pillow, Josh. Let's just, not going to lie. I miss my pillow. Let's stay away from home just for a couple more days, and let's yeah. bring some, some hardware back home with us. I miss my puppy dogs, too, you know? I haven't seen my puppy dogs in a long time. Uh, I did go yesterday also and buy some more toiletry items. Toothpaste, deodorant, and another bottle of Excedrin. I'm out of my necessary Excedrin to be able to get through a broadcast, Josh. So as you can tell, I'm kind of falling to pieces here. You've been on the road, man, for a <laughs> long time. But I am buoyed by the fact that I now have a clean laundry to carry me the rest of the way here in Omaha. And everybody else should be encouraged by that as well, I believe. I'm uh, just trying to uh, study up on this Ole Miss team. You watch these guys much uh, during this tournament? I don't know how much you've watched other than OU up here. A, a decent bit. Obviously quite a bit in the – college world series can't confess to having watched them a bunch throughout the regular season maybe yeah. maybe here and there but uh we know that they've only lost once in the postseason they've been really 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 hot playing great baseball and man the start Stoking that hot. they got the smart the start that they got yesterday in that in environment with what was on the line was amazing. Now, it's good news for Oklahoma. You're not going to see him, maybe at all, if you take care of business in games one and two. But uh, certainly not until what would be an if-necessary game in the championship series. They're hot. They're like Oklahoma in that regard. So, beyond that, I mean, to me, it's still kind of about can Oklahoma keep getting the type of starting pitching that they've gotten? And... The lineup, can it just be what it's been? And if so, I think Oklahoma's the favorite in this thing, and I think they're going to be capturing their third national championship. You would say OU's the favorite? Yes, I would. Hmm. You know what? I haven't looked it up. I bet that's out there somewhere. You're probably connected with the uh, gambling world, right, Josh? Oh, You seem I've... like a guy that's got some seedy connections. I've got, yes, seedy connections out the wazoo. Will you look that up during the break? Let us know if you can find out there uh, what the odds are to win this thing. Um, I can't go to those websites on my uh, computer. I'll be arrested on the spot, I believe. So uh, if you wouldn't mind looking that up for us. All right, let's take a break. I want to talk a little about Ole Miss going forward. We're going to talk to their play-by-play voice, David Kellum, coming up at 735 this morning. I can tell you this. They have been pitching the lights out of the baseball, man including yesterday. Hey, Josh is absolutely right. That Dylan DeLucha start is the kind of things that get you a statue made down in Oxford, Mississippi. I mean, it was Herculean yesterday in the game of the year for them. Incredible. We'll be back. Closing up hour number one, it's the T-Row in the morning show. Oh, baby. It's a big Friday show, ladies and gents. You know why National Championship Series – Starts up tomorrow. That's right. T-Row in the morning show. It's brought to us by the Norman Regional Health System with the Norman Regional Hospital, the Norman Healthplex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman Moore area. The Norman Regional 
health system. It's here to serve all of South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. The Air Comfort Solutions text line, as you would expect, t it is a buzzing, 405-651-3439. What would you like? Would you like some baseball off the text line? Would you hmm. like some Arch Madness? Uh, let's go Arch and then baseball. The way Texas has been for almost the past 10 years, I think it was a terrible decision, and I see him leaving Texas. Mm. <clears throat> All right, well, hey, the transfer portal is a popular place these days. Kevin in Tulsa, OU doesn't need the distraction that would come with Arch. It'll be sweet watching him run for his life in the Cotton Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think OU is in the hunt, but – um what was it? Ole Miss, uh, Tennessee, Georgia, right? Georgia was Alabama was in the hunt. I can't remember who all, but I don't remember ever Oklahoma being mentioned. I don't think Arch Manning has in any way, shape, or form intentionally turned this thing into a circus. He hasn't taken that approach. No, it's his last name. But, yeah, it's who he is, the connection to Peyton and Eli and Archie. Even with that, though, like he doesn't seem like he would fit Alabama just from that regard, you know? The circus mm. kind of coming in, not of his own doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I mean, I, I'm sure it'll, as soon as I see him in a Texas uniform, this will fade. But I do feel a little sorry for the kid, you know? I mean, it's it's got to be incredible pressure. I mean, for, uh, you know. To have that last name and to have Peyton and Eli as your uncles and all the attention and all the spotlight, I mean, I'm sure there are some very nice benefits to it, but uh, incredible pressure. Here's what I think of the Manning news yesterday. I can't wait for the ball game tomorrow. Dodger blade. <laughs> all right. Very good. Me too. How will this is uh... – this is from M.O. Sooner, Missouri Sooner. How will having two five-star quarterbacks on campus at the same time work out? I don't know. Ask OU. No worries here. It's Chris Sims 2.0. <laughs> They're talking about Quinn Ewers, right, who is, uh, who is there now. And, uh, and then, uh, and then uh, Manning coming in after him. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Last year did not go well for Oklahoma, that's for sure, in that regard. Pottstown, Pennsylvania Sooners. It's Texas. Arch Manning will be Chris Sims 2.0. Hmm. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. The reason Arch went to Texas is because of the family's relationship with David Cutcliffe, who is now on staff with the Longhorns. I think that played big. Yeah, I think that probably played big. One final Arch Manning text here. Did OU ever offer the Manning kid? How long do the Mannings give Texas to be mediocre <laughs> before they throw a fit and demand a different coach? Um, no, I don't. I, I you correct me if I'm wrong. I don't. Like I said, I don't think OU was ever in the hunt for Arch Manning. Whether he had an offer for them or not, I don't know. But um, because uh, they had the number. What's the guy that went out to USC that was committed to OU? Malachi Nelson. Malachi Nelson, yeah. OU landed him back when Lincoln was here, so they were never kind of in the hunt there. Um, 
You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. I want to think that the Mannings aren't going to be like that, you know, like real domineering and demanding and all that kind of – but maybe I'm fooling myself. You know, I, I've mentioned I, – I love Peyton and I love the family and I want to believe that they're not going to be like that, but we'll see. I'm not sure. If things don't go well, are they going to demand offensive coordinator changing and quarterback coaching changing? And Sarkeesian's running all that, so, you know, I don't know. All right, quick break. We'll be back at Omaha after this.